Welcome to Launch Left, a podcast, a label, a launchpad for left of center art. I'm Rain Phoenix, and our guest today is Hannah Joy of Middle Kids. Please don't forget, rate and subscribe. Follow us on all socials at Launch Left. Listening to your record, it's really great. It's definitely more of a departure from previous ones, but so much texture and richness and moodiness and rawness and realness to it. Um, was that a conscious decision on your part? Yeah, I think we were a lot more intentional with this record and, and kind of thoughtful about where we wanted to take it. Um, I think everything we've kind of made before this was just catching whatever was flowing out at the time. And um, and then because so much of our time in the first few years of Middle Kids was on the road playing shows, particularly in America, our sound, I think, was just very influenced by that. And, and that energy, you know, is very... Um, catered to kind of a indie rock show and um and whilst we love that and there are obviously moments of that on the record I think um we kind of wanted to you know express ourselves a little differently this time and in a way that you know we really like a lot of the music we listen to is often quite moody and textured and and we were trying to you know draw on that for this record and um, so instead of kind of just like catching the songs that just came, it was more of like a searching, more of kind of digging deeper. And I found myself just even in my songwriting, I would, you know, often I'll just grab a song and be like, cool, that's, that's a song. Let's go with it. And, and sometimes that would happen, but also maybe it would be like, it'd be the third or the fourth song. And then, um, kind of go on a more of a journey and, which was like a cool experience as, for a, as a songwriter. Um. Um, yeah, it felt more kind of hungry and more in active pursuit of something, not in receivership, if that makes sense. Well, that'll be, I mean, it's interesting. It seems like things are starting to open up in terms of tours and and festivals. So um, I, I can I assume that you're excited to tr- test this record on audiences and do something a little different live? For sure. I think... Um, we're excited. I'm I'm a little scared in some ways, honestly, because I'm so used to like I think performing for me, I love it, but it's um it's like I'm scared. <laughs> like I have to really push it to kind of get there. And the more you do it, the more it becomes natural. And so I've been on that journey. But I think the way I've kind of learned to do it is just get up on stage, bring a lot of energy, make a lot of noise, sing my brains out you know, kick around the stage and then like get out of there. And I think with this record, it forces me to kind of um, inhabit the space a bit more and be still and share more. And I can't really like hide behind the drums and the, you know, I think it's, there are a lot more moments of just kind of like sharing a story with the instruments kind of like coming around that. Um, But yeah, I haven't really done that that much. And I feel, you know, as an artist, that's kind of you want to grow and step into new spaces. So I think that I want to and I'm excited, but I'm also like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you have an, a baby, is that right? A new mm-hmm. baby. And you were, you were expecting during the making of this record? Yeah, I was um, seven months 
pregnant when we were in the studio, um, which was so wild. I was so huge and just kind of sleepy. And so we'd, you know, do a few hours. I have a little nap and kind of get back. It was, it was a funny pace, but it kind of worked. And we were also super jet lagged and because we never saw daylight because we were in the studio the whole time. We never really got on. Our body clocks were just like so messed up. So we were all kind of just like, it was such a surreal time, but I wonder if that's part of like, it was cool just creating a little weird bubble to make an album in. Um, but definitely being pregnant was um, a really significant part for me, I think, of making that record. <laughs> How did music originally find you? It, I, when I was very young, um, I just remember, I remember so clearly just responding very strongly to music as a child and, and, and feeling like really intensely and quite moved by it. My dad played a lot of classical music in the house and he used to like come home and turn all the lights off and play these really intense pieces of music. Um, and we'd all just like sit and listen. And I, and I think he probably kept doing that because he could see that that was like a very like sacred space for me. And, um, and then as I like grew a bit older, it kind of, it became a really almost my little safe space. I think, you know, I have three brothers who I love dearly. Um, but, you know, being the only girl, they would kind of play together heaps and I would just do my own thing. And the piano kind of became my, close friend and I would just spend every day playing and writing and singing. So I, I, it felt really young and it kind of has been the most constant um, presence, I would say, in my life that has really moved me well to the point of me kind of spending most of my life in pursuit of it. Um, but it, it is as a response to feeling found by it as a child and, and still now, you know, feels still very revelatory when you hear new music and that it's like a continual finding and revealing um so yeah it's been it's very it feels it's very special I mean I know it is for many people so piano was kind of the first voice you you used like first musical instrument and um you had said you you would write and sing so you were writing songs on the piano, it wasn't like you were learning piano classical or were you doing both, a little bit of both? I was doing both. So, and in quite intense classical training, I went to this music school um, and I started with my teacher, like I started lessons when I was three and then I had the same teacher from when I was five to about 16 who kind of really like pushed me and moved me through that, which you know, she's probably such a big influence on my life for, you know, kind of really helping me engage with music, you know, because she was giving me all these tools to know how to make music and respond to music. And so I'm really grateful for that kind of training. But then alongside that, I just kind of started writing songs and I never really um, was felt like I was a singer. Um, so it was weird because I'd write these pieces, but I could hear another melody to go along with the piano. And so I would just sing to do the job, you know, to, so I could bring another instrument very easily all at the same time. So it kind of started there. Um, and 
then slowly, you know, kind of, I, I think it started yeah, becoming more of a thing as I got older that I, I felt like, oh, I like to sing and that's a part of me. But I, I for a very long time, I never really felt like I was a singer, just kind of a player. At what point did that that part, like the poetry part or the lyrical part, enter into your process as, as a musical artist? I think also very early on. I mean, I've always kind of written and written poetry and well, maybe not, I don't know if it's considered just words, just, you know, stream of consciousness. And I love words and I've always felt really excited by what you can do with them. And interestingly, when I write, and I've always done this, is usually I'll like start with some chords and the the music that I'm making, like in real time, will kind of elicit some sort of response emotionally. And it's almost like I'm writing the lyrics in response to what I'm hearing. So like if I'm playing something, it will make me feel a certain way and then I'll write, I'll say that and I'll, so I'll get little lines or whatever and then I'll kind of craft the song around that. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I like. It's always a progression and a melody that kicks off words like instantaneously and melody. Like at the same time, if I hear a progression that makes and you want to sing a melody and there's words that fall out with it. That's how I start writing songs. Like yeah. it has to be that I feel something for it and then it'll just happen. It's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah it's so true. And it's kind of crazy because you're like, you are creating it. Historically, it's been, I will write this song. And then because my, I feel for a very long time, it was also very um, like quite an introverted experience for me. Maybe that's not the right word. Like I, I never really knew how to write with anybody. I felt like almost the idea of that felt inherently wrong because it was always this like kind of private thing that I did. Um, And so even when we got married, I would just like, you know, we'd tag team, like he would leave the house and then I'd spend some time writing some songs and then he would come back and I would give them to him and he would, um, you know, flesh it out a bit with some other instruments or whatever like this. And that was kind of our process pretty much until this record. Um, and so this record, we actually wrote two of the songs together from the ground up, which was a really wonderful experience. Um, and I think that's been because I feel like I'm getting more confident, more able to like share that space. Um, so it's it's cool because I feel like it's, it's opening up more ways to make music collaboratively and um, I really enjoy that. But, yeah, for a long time, like, we had our very distinct roles and they were almost, like, um, quite separate, you know. It's like, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. And, um, you know, the more collaborative side was the live um, performance. But I think we're learning, and even with Harry too, like, and that that just comes, I think, with trust and knowing each other and um, which has been, which we really felt on this record and, it just gives everyone more space to, you know, bring their piece to the music. And it's such a wonderful tapestry when we can all do that. Once you have a relationship kind of with something as profound as music, it's easy to get stuck and going, no, this is the way that I interface with music and I can't enter. You know what I mean? So I love that you were like, sure, let's try and collaborate. And that it ended up being something that you consider to be a really joyful thing that you that you yeah. could do that. You know, that's so great. What is your form of activism? 
That is a cool question. I think about how I want to use my voice and what I think is important a lot. And we think about that as a band. And because music has been so profound in my life and in the boys' lives, and it's helped us really, um, I don't know, it's almost acted as a balm onto our souls, you know. And I think to have music, you know, speak to me in this way, I've, I really like believe in the power of that and want to share that and be like an agent in that. So essentially just be a musician. But I think like um, something that is so wonderful and mysterious and powerful about music is that it is beyond words a lot of the time and it it, it connects you and moves you and, and speaks to you in ways that you actually like, it's hard to put words to, but you know, it's very profound and it's like, it feels like, you know kind of that magic and I think I feel like that is like how I want to use my energy and share my story and I think um when we can do that and like because I also really think the power of sharing story is really amazing because it creates empathy and connection and understanding and it's it goes beyond like you should do this you should be like this and um, actually just put something out there that people can grab a hold of if they resonate with it. And if they don't, that's fine. They let it go. And um, so I think that um, we feel really passionate about music that um, connects people to themselves and to each other and that, and the unity that can come from music. And I mean, it sounds kind of flowery as I'm saying it, but I really believe it. And, and you can see it all the time. Like, there's no judgment in music. There's no, like, it doesn't matter where you've been, who you are, like, you are welcome. And I think that in a time where it feels like there's so much, like, confusion and pain and who belongs here, who's good, who's bad, and it's very confusing, I feel like what a wonderful thing that we have music that we can create spaces that accepts you exactly how you are. And, um, and again, like, you know, there's different music for different people. And I think like, so, you know, to even be able to do that for a few people feels really special. And I think even in the live context, we just really, something that's so important to us is like creating spaces that are um, so open and so like, I don't know, just even like validating of people. And I think a lot of our music is about that. And you know, the wrestle of like how we can live a good life. And so I, I think like we feel really um, passionate about that in our band. And it, it's quite broad and it's quite um, not oblique, but like it's like we feel like the music does so much of the talking and we want to be like part of that and pushing that um, because it's bigger than me. It's bigger than, and that's what's cool as a band. It's like you're kind of submitting to something bigger. Um, but I, I, I do just feel like it's such a wonderful thing um, for people if they like it, you know, because it just can cut through a lot of the noise. And um, so we feel like, yeah, that, I, and I actually feel like that is part of my role, you know, as an artist and feels really important to me. Um, and I feel so, like, um, thankful that I can, try and contribute in this way 
And, you know, all the while, sometimes I also feel like music is completely meaningless and silly and whatever. I like can flip, but actually I do think that it is true, that it's very powerful and meaningful um, and that we can kind of like, you can say something through it and it doesn't even have to be in the lyrics. I think it can be and it is, but you can also say something through the wail of a guitar and, um, you know, the the beat of the drum. Like I think um, what a wonderful way to try and express ideas and um, truths that you believe. I'd like to share that I feel that that's a really great answer. The short sentence version, uh-huh. like is it basically that you're making music and being intentional about it? Um, I, yeah, you know. I think so. And it's interesting because I feel, you know, that we are in a time where it feels more so than ever there's a lot of pressure to kind of say everything, like say what you're doing, say what you're about. And I think there's 100% a time and space for that. And also there are people and movements and things that need that and that's, and that's you know, the, the outlet and the road for that. But I also think there are more and other ways to kind of like, you know, create change and fight for something and not have to just say what it is. You're just doing it. You're, you know, it's like um, a carpenter makes a table and the table's in the house and people come and they eat around the table and he's or she has created a space and created something. And this is very different to music, but it's very physical. It's like here's a table for people to be around. And I think like that is it. He They just did that. And I think like we do that all the time. And I think yeah as an artist for me the way I feel like I express my beliefs and try and move that ball down the court is through the art well I have uh, a request of you if that's okay so there is a teenage girl she's about 17 her name is Lilu Helly and she's a really big fan of yours and your music she's also taken piano lessons her whole life and is a singer songwriter and like had just created her first song like demo and she's working and writing all the time her songs are really great and she wanted to come on and ask you a couple questions to finish the show would that be okay with you if yeah I for sure her? I love it oh that's so cool all right so we're gonna welcome Lilu to the show here she is. Hey. Hey. Do you I think you had a couple questions, maybe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I do. I'm really excited for this. Just to start off with, I was wondering how Middle Kids was like formed and what the initial image for the band was and how that's changed over time. Hmm. Well, we formed because I met Tim, who's my husband and bandmate. You know, we were kind of doing our own thing in the Sydney music scene and we discovered that we were much better together than apart. We were both kind of doing like weird projects that were like too weird by themselves. So when we joined them together, they got a bit more normal. Um, And I think the big part was I wrote this song called Edge of Town. And I think we were like, oh, this is really special. (laughs) Let's try and like, you know, make something around this in this realm. So we got Harry on board and kind of moved from there. But, you know, it's really interesting in terms of like our image and our vibe like it's been something like you know we haven't really known many ways we just feel like three really normal suburban kids and we kind of are you know and so it's like you know we've kind of been discovering ourselves more as the band has been going on which is cool you know and I think um we just like find our vibe 
as we go on and it's kind of changing and so yeah it's been cool that's awesome yeah um how has quarantine affected you writing whether that's for better or worse well to be honest I've had a baby during quarantine I actually think the cool thing about writing from my experience is that I feel like every day you live your life you're always writing even when you're not writing you know and it's so cool because I'd never really have this like fear if I haven't written for a few weeks because I know that as I'm living my life that's totally creating something and it's informing my perspective and I trust that when I am able to have the space and I do a lot more now that um all that time none of that time is wasted even if I don't play a single note because it's helping me like create my songs and my story and so once I actually sit down on those instruments and and get my voice out it just draws on that so which is I think a very liberating thing and you need to find freedom for creativity because otherwise it chokes up but I think um it's been a very helpful thing for me when I go through these stretches when if I don't have the opportunity or I'm not feeling that you know musical that I'm like I know I know I'm writing my songs that's actually what I'm doing living my life I just when I just got to sit down eventually and draw them out and and I trust that they'll be there and sometimes they take longer to find again I found over the years that it, it, it remains true I love that yeah I also haven't written a lot during quarantine <laughs> well one of my favorite songs that's ever been written by your band is I think it's called doing it right uh-huh. and um I was wondering if there's a specific meaning behind the song or more specifically so if it means like what it means to you there's a lot of, um, I think, themes of this through our music, but I, I feel like there's such a temptation to kind of be looking around all the time and, and being like, and, and, you know, obviously we want to know what is true, what is right, and um, kind of this like deep insecurity that we don't know what it is and a lot of the time we don't, we're kind of discovering it. And so I guess that song is like, you know, that angst of, wanting to do the right thing but then like you know that in the verse it's like the picture of like the, the life you should leave you go make the money and you provide for your family and da, 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 da. right and um, but then this kind of like creeping question of like is this actually what life is all about is this meaningful Will this, you know so I think like so many of my songs I'm like searching for meaning probably gets a bit old after a while but still searching so <laughs> do you have any like funny on the road stories from touring or a crazy performance story just out of curiosity I mean so many because we've spent like <laughs> three years on the road yeah like and life on the road is absolutely wild just in the, like just in the sense that you're just kind of wild in almost the most boring way like you're in a, a van for like 10 hours a day and then you're playing shows yeah. and then you're eating burger well just we eat the, <laughs> whatever but um our first tour in America we were so fresh. We had a two-month tour and we just got married, Tim and I, and every night we shared a room with Harry, us three in a hotel for two months. It was so intense. I'm so glad that uh, we all got to meet this way and talk about music and your music. I have one more question uh, from you, Hannah, which is just how, how, why Middle Kids? What, who came up with the band name and, and why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tim actually came up with that. Um, he... He originally wanted middle school and I, we just couldn't get around it. 
And then we were like, so then he, you know, proposed middle kids and Tim and I are middle kids. And the middle kid position in the family is a very real thing. And, um, and we thought, oh, it's actually kind of cool. And I think it's almost like the more we've been middle kids, the more we like it and the more it makes sense. <laughs> and Lily, what about you? You said you haven't really been writing. I heard one song that was fully produced that is just really beautiful. So do you have any more Thank music you. on the way or are you kind of, you're, um, you're gathering, you're gathering your music, like Hannah was saying, and the songs are there. They just haven't come out yet. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gathering for sure right now. Um, from time to time, I'll come up with like a lyric that I really like, but then I don't really have anywhere to go from there. But I keep editing and making changes to songs I've written in the past. Yeah. Thanks, Lou. Yeah. So nice to meet you. Thank you for being on the show.
Launch Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice, but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left-of-center artists in all creative fields.